Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Welcome to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. We are going to start December off with a big bang and we're going to keep it rolling. I think we're for the next few months, we're going to do uh, once a month kind of a focus for business owners because it's just been on my mind lately. I realized in working with business owners, which we do a lot, that um, there's a lot of risks that they don't know that they don't know. And that is true in a lot of things, not just in, in the business owner world. And, and specifically, before I get too deep into this, yes, farmers and ranchers, this applies to you as well. But, you know, the reality is, is when you start to hire people, things change a lot in your risk world. And so over the next few months, there's some things I want to talk about. I want to talk about human resources. I actually have an incredible guest that we're not only going to bring onto the show. I was introduced to this woman about a, a quarter ago, and she's just phenomenal. She's um, She works everything from a Fortune 500 company down to mom and pop shops, and she's a consultant in HR and just just unreal about her her knowledge and, and what she can bring to the table. So we're, we're going to have her come on the show. And then we're also going to uh, have her coin an article for us that we can publicize with our families we work with. And I have asked her for an exclusive use of her for the families that we serve. So um, I think, or I shouldn't say exclusive, that she could serve the families that we serve. And uh, so she's working on some proposals for us uh, so that that the, the people that we do work with can take advantage of this incredible resource. Um, secondly, I want to talk about insurance because when you hire people, things change a lot in the insurance world. And I'm not just talking about health insurance. I'm also talking about property and casualty insurance. And a lot of people say, what? And exactly. So that's the point. So we're also going to have a special guest on to talk about that. Um, another area that we're going to talk about is retirement plans. And we're going to hit on some of this today, but we're also going to have a special guest come on and talk about this because here's the deal. There's since the Cure Act, there was a lot of tax credits that have been made available for retirement plans. And so some of them that, you know, used to make not, not make sense to look at are starting to make sense to look at, but it doesn't mean they all make sense to look at. I ran a retirement plan uh, projection out for a business owner here not too long ago, and they were actually going to be losing money by having this plan in place. And that wasn't their goal. So I think it's important for people to understand the reality of what it means for your company to have a retirement plan. That's that's really important. Not that you want to do it or don't want to do it, but just the reality. So those are some things that we have coming down the pike. Now today, we're going to be talking about the fiduciary roles of a retirement plan, because I realized that a lot of people already have a retirement plan in place. And so a lot of people are unaware, maybe fully unaware, that they have any liability to that retirement plan, much less that they might be personally 
liable to that retirement plan. Personally, not just their business, but personal assets. <clears throat> okay, kind of a big deal. Reminds me of one of my favorite uh, Reader Digest stories where a woman was really nervous about the upcoming surgery she was going to have. And uh, she uh, started talking to the nurse a little bit about it. She said, well, have you had a hysterectomy before? <laughs> she said it didn't help her, her nerves at all, right? Or when a husband decided to install a light switch for his master bedroom, and once he was cutting into the wall, he discovered there was a stash of bottles and boxes. And so he called his wife in so excitedly, come see what I found. And of course, she ran in and realized that uh, he was going to have to fix the hole on the other side because it was the back of the medicine cabinet. Or how about this one? Um, the woman that walked into the postmaster and he complimented on her earrings and she, he said, those must be real diamonds. And she said, yes, they, they are. How could you tell it? He says, because no one buys fake diamonds that small. <laughs> so I thought those were really good and very appropriate when it comes to fiduciary roles of a retirement plan, because the reality is, is that who really understands what that means. So we're going to hash it right here on Life Planning 101. When we come back, you're not going to want to miss it. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. And we are speaking to farmers, ranchers, business owners about fiduciary roles of a retirement plan. Like I said, we're going to have some sort of a, a series over the next few months where we're going to bring on some special guests to uh, help us in the business owner world of things that you don't know that you don't know. So why don't we start with the word fiduciary? You may or may not know what that is. If you work with us, you probably know what that is because we have a fiduciary uh, responsibility to uphold as a registered investment advisor, right? But what is a fiduciary? What exactly is it? Well, it is a person or an organization, and it could be and or an organization, that acts on the behalf of another person, putting that person, the client, basically, their interests ahead of your own with a duty to preserve good faith and trust. So being a fiduciary requires being bound both legally and ethically to act in the other other's best interest. Okay. You can actually look that up on investopedia.com. That's where that came from. They did a really good job, my opinion, of, of describing what that uh, fiduciary is. And a lot of people say, well, I'm not making decision or acting on behalf of a, another person if I have a retirement plan. Uh, wrong answer. If your business has a retirement plan, you actually have two types of fiduciaries, okay? You have what's called a named fiduciary, and you have what's called an unnamed fiduciary, just for the heck of it. So what are named fiduciaries? Well, these are specifically identified in a plan document, whether it is an employer, an officer of the company, or a third party. These are, these are named fiduciaries of the plan. So this could be if it's... Um, you know, ABC Grocery Company, and they are the sponsor of the plan. And maybe the CEO is the officer of the plan. Well, there's two fiduciaries on the plan. And oh, by the way, there's a third party uh, that does um, 
the investment management from a 338 perspective, which we'll get to in a minute. That sounds overly complicated and a lot like attorney lingo. Well, I guess it kind of is because it's code, right? But but that's reality. Um, so these are all could be named fiduciaries, the people that have to act on the behalf of another person with good duty to preserve good faith and trust. And they are bound both legally and ethically to act in the other's best interest. What about unnamed fiduciaries? This one is quite a shocker. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? You should be sitting down because this is one of those gotchas or you didn't know what you didn't know until you actually found out and it hurts you. Are you ready to do the lead up pretty good on this one? Okay, so an unnamed fiduciary is a fiduciary duty simply by acting in the capacity of one or more of the fiduciaries of the retirement plan, which we're going to get to. And this applies whether you are named or not. All you have to do is act in that capacity. Why is this important? Well, it goes back to what I mentioned before the break. Fiduciaries may be personally liable to restore any losses to the plan. And that comes off of the U.S. Department of Labor website, my friends, right there. And if you don't think that's important, you might want to think again, okay? Personally liable. That doesn't mean just your business is liable. That means that any of the named and unnamed fiduciaries could be personally liable to restore any losses to the plan. Think about that. Really think about that. You know, there's a lot of people, and I should have said this is not just for business owners because there are actually named and unnamed fiduciaries that don't own the business. They might be an executive in the business, um, or they might just be part of the human resources department. Whew. Think about that. That is really, really, really important. And why is it this talked about? Well, it's kind of scary. I think that's why it's not talked about. But here's what we're here to do, okay? Because we don't want to scare you away from having a retirement plan if your company needs one and if you want one, right? Because there are extreme benefits to having a retirement plan. Now, like we mentioned at the very beginning of the show, it is not one size fits all. It doesn't mean that everybody should have a retirement plan in place for their company. However, uh, when you should, you should, right? So how do you mitigate this? That's the question. How do we get mitigate having those fiduciary role, roles? So when we come back right here on Life Planning 101, we're going to talk about just that. The ability to be able to not offload the risk, but share, transfer as much of the risk as you can to make sure that you're still able to accomplish your goals and still being able to protect yourself when we come back right here on Life Planning 101. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. And uh, I want to tell you, you know, I love Reader's Digest. So I, I just have to share this one. But it was a woman that had recently became engaged and her colleagues started to offer her some advice. And she said, well, the first 10 years of marriage are the hardest. So the woman replied, well, how long have you been married? She said, 10 years. 
Uh, so applicable for what we're talking about today, because we're talking about kind of the unknowns. Uh, you don't know what you don't know about retirement plans and specifically about your fiduciary responsibility to a retirement plan, whether you are a named person in that document or an unnamed person that is acting, uh, simply acting in the capacity of one of those named people in that document or named fiduciary roles. And I want to, before we go any further, I, I obviously, uh, if you're a listener to Life Planning 101, you know this, we are not legal counsel. We are simply here to be able to make you aware of some of the rules that are out there so that you can ask good, solid questions to uh, the team that is helping you. And if you don't have a team helping you, we have very good resources, especially in this field, um, in the world of retirement plans. And I'll tell you how important this is. We offload a lot of um, what we don't want to handle with retirement plans just because of the fiduciary risks with them. We, we recommend, we refer it out. Uh, we look for other resources. So you should really Think about what roles you're playing in your retirement plan. Make sure that you are comfortable understanding those roles, understanding the risks that you're taking, and understanding what options you have. I wouldn't say to necessarily completely offload that risk, but to mitigate it. And I think that's really important because if you don't understand those things, then it could be one of those gotchas. And oh, by the way, to the tune of six figures seven figures, however big the losses would be. Um, so that's that's important to, to realize that. So let's talk about uh, what are these fiduciary roles, okay? Um, and I'm going to talk about four of them, all right? First of all, there's the named fiduciary. And this is the person that is really, overall, they have the responsibility for the plan. They're usually like a, the owner or the officer of the company, um, who has the authority to actually enter into contracts or choose the providers for that retirement plan. They're also the ones that are responsible for monitoring the investment manager as a 338 fiduciary. We'll get to that in a second. And also a named fiduciary can mitigate the majority of their fiduciary risk. So here you can take it on all. You could be all of it. You could be everything in your plan um, or you can mitigate it because you can mitigate it through your investment, your liability, your responsibility. Um, however, no matter how far you mitigate it, just like I mentioned before, you still have a duty while sponsoring the plan and that responsibility cannot be de delegated. Okay, it's very important to understand that. And again, if you need a deep dive on this, we're here to talk. We've got resources we can bring to the uh, call or to a meeting to be able to help you understand these roles better. Uh, secondly, there's what's called a 316 plan administrator. Okay. This person or company takes on an administrative role or duty and, and correspondingly certain fiduciary responsibilities for the sponsor, such as being responsible for sending out annual fee notifications, safe harbor notifications, QDIA notices, QDRO determinations. Know what any of those are? You probably don't. That's the point. These are really important to have to your plan. So if you're the named fiduciary trying to do it all and you don't know what those are, that the plan administrator is responsible for, then that just tells you right there, you need to probably be thinking about offloading that plan administrator work, okay? Let's go on to the next one. A 338 investment manager, okay? This is the highest level of responsibility and liability in regard to a 401k retirement plan, uh, dealing exclusively 
with the investment selection and the monitoring of the plan. So a 338 fiduciary has discretionary authority to make investment decisions for the plan. Does not mean that they're going to pick how each participant's account is invested. That's not what this means. They're going to make investment decisions for the plan, the auto sets, the allocations, the funds that are used inside of there. Uh, they're, they're supposed to be managing those and doing a fiduciary uh, role and, and maintaining and due diligence on those, right? And this is typically the biggest area of concern or and or liability for most plan sponsors because if there are losses to the plan, where do you think those losses are going to occur from the majority of the time? The investments, right? So this is really, really important to understand this. There's also another type of fiduciary called a 321 investment advisor. Now, this is not an investment manager like we just talked about. They don't have the same level of responsibility or liability as the 338. They just sign as a co-fiduciary and really, it's a practical matter. They don't take on any of the fiduciary responsibility. The liability does not shift from the plan sponsor under this arrangement like it would in the 338. They just advise and consult with the sponsor. And ultimately, the sponsor makes the final decisions for the specific use of funds. Okay, that's really important because a lot of companies that um, can act as your record keeper, bookkeeper may work in one of these two capacities. They might work in neither. And guess what? It falls on that name fiduciary if they aren't. And a lot of people don't even realize that they are taking on all of those roles. And they're like, what? What am I doing? I, I don't understand. Okay, I thought I was just setting up a retirement plan for my employees and, and myself, right? Well, yeah, that, that is what most people think is that they are just setting up a retirement plan for their employees and themselves, a 401k. But the reality is, is they're taking a lot of personal liability risk while doing it, especially because they don't know what they don't know. Because in each of these roles, did you know that there are best practices? Did you know that there are things that you should be doing so that if something were to happen and you were to get sued, that could be fixed, right? No, you didn't. And I'll just give you an example um, because this happened to me personally. So my husband used to work for another company. We sent in a 401k allocation change. They, they claimed that they received it and they didn't go in and make the investment election changes. Well, just so happened in that quarter, the market was extremely volatile and the performance was down. We asked them what happened. Without question, they went back and made the plan right. Why did they do that? They did that because of this liability responsibility that you're hearing right now. It's a big one, okay? So the whole goal of today, like I said, is to help business owners, farmers, ranchers, what, it doesn't matter. If you have a retirement plan, understand that most likely you are taking on one or more fiduciary capacities. And are you comfortable with that? Do you know what that means? Do you know what you're supposed to be doing? Do you know the best practices? Do you have systems and processes in place to make sure that you're doing everything you can to CYA? <laughs> okay. This is really important. Okay, but it's not talked about, is it? 
It's just that, oh, you want to start a 401k? Okay, here we go. There's three parties. You're going to have your plan administrator. You're going to have uh, your record keeper, your bookkeeper. Oh, we got to pick out investments here. And uh, you're the sponsor. Sign everything, please. No, 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 no. These fiduciary roles are extremely important. And it's extremely important for you to understand. Now, you may be completely comfortable with it. And that's great. Um, a lot of startup plans. There's not a lot of financial loss that could actually happen. So, but when a plan gets to be the size of 2 million, 3 million, 10 million, 15 million, and then you're personally liable to restore any losses to the plan, it starts to make you think a little bit different. So I would just encourage you to get educated, to understand your risks and be comfortable, have your best practices in place and, you know, really, really consider mitigating the majority of your fiduciary risk through naming other fiduciaries in your plan, if at all possible. We are going to have this piece that we just talked about on our weekly life lessons this week, www.kennedy-financial.com. If you're not signed up for our weekly life lessons, please do that. Uh, very resourceful. And like I mentioned, we're going to kind of have a series of this because uh, just, just over this last quarter, it's just really hit me. We haven't given a lot of focus to business owners yet. That's the primary place that we, we tend to work is helping people uh, mitigate risks, helping small businesses mitigate risks. So I think it's really important. But with that being said, my name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group. We hope you love listening to Life Planning 101. If there's something you want to hear, give us your feedback. We're here to be a blessing. It's what we love to do. Uh, we love to educate. We love to inform. So make sure you give us feedback. We want to hear it. And uh, if not, we will hear from you next week or you will hear from us next week right here on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.